What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyrood. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. What's up, delegates, and welcome back to the Spirits and Sports History Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, also on LAFBnetwork.com, your destination for Los Angeles football. Today's episode of Spirits and Sports History is brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. If you love playing DFS, Daily Fantasy, then Monkey Knife Fight is for you. It's different than DraftKings or FanDuel, and if you don't love that system of using $50,000 that limits you to creating a lineup, and you have to sift through all the players, and then when you finally get your lineup in place, you end up playing against opponents that are putting in 10 to 20 to 30 teams in your pool, and you don't stand a chance. Monkey Knife Fight is super simple, um, primarily plays with over-unders, parlays, uh, simple things of that nature. Head to monkeyknifefight.com today. Use the promo code LAFB, and they will double your deposit up to $50. So head to monkeyknifefight.com today. Use the promo code LAFB. Excited about today's episode of Spirits and Sports Histories. We are traveling on site to Stark Spirits right here in beautiful Pasadena, California. Um, We will meet with co-founder Greg Stark as he kind of walks through the distilling process and some of the delicious liquors that they create there at Stark. So uh, we're going to get right into that interview. And then after that, of course, as always, we'll be followed by a sports mystery story that I have written myself. Um, Kind of proud of this one. I'm excited to share it with you. So uh, let's get into our interview with Greg, and we'll follow that up right with our sports mystery story. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to Stark Spirits. Well, thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here live on location at Stark Spirits in beautiful Pasadena, California. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'm all set up for you. We're going to be looking at our distillery and uh, touring it and then uh, tasting some of our fine whiskeys here. 
Yeah, absolutely. We're, I'm excited to be here. My first uh, in-person interview on this uh, Spirits and Sports History podcast. So thank you so much for having me. Um, kind of gave me a little brief tour of the place uh, before we got going. And it's a beautiful establishment you got here and really a, a fun design and very efficient. Um, so first, just to, just to kind of open up, I'd love to hear kind of how you got into this business. Was it just a passion for whiskey, for distilling? Was it, was it homebound? How did you get into uh, the art of creating delicious uh, uh, alcohol? Well, there's, there's a long story, but I'll try to give you the short one. And it's a lot of coincidences. Uh, my father-in-law really liked uh, whiskey and um, being a home brewer, uh, beer maker, wine maker, and uh, friends with uh, Mark Jilg over at Craftsman. Um, we were talking one day and uh, he suggested uh, looking at uh, making spirits. That was the upcoming thing. And uh, I did. And uh, my father worked at Caltech for 35 years in the chemistry department. So mm. the concept of distilling wasn't uh, very far away. And uh, it went from there. Just a whole sequence of little things throughout life. Well, good. Well, obviously, we're here in uh, Pasadena, my hometown now that I live here, too. So I was uh, delighted to find uh, you guys and be able to come here. But what made you, was there a reason you chose Pasadena or just happened to be this is where you lived? And so was it, why not start your business here? Well, uh, my parents are now of an age where they needed help. And uh, coming back to Pasadena uh, was just that opportunity to do this business uh, here and uh, and to help take care of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, makes total sense. So, um, all right, so about Stark Spirits, specifically uh, your whiskey, what is it that you think makes it unique versus other, um, specifically California whiskeys or just whiskeys in general? What is it that makes gives that Stark stamp of approval? Oh, um, well, there's course the recipe we use uh, for uh, for making the whiskey we have uh, six different recipes mm-hmm. um, but uh, for our California single malt whiskey it's uh, recipe number one and, uh, uh, and then we also have a peated whiskey and uh, uh, there are two recipes for that and uh, it's all award-winning, so yeah, that's uh, kind of the the star. Yeah. So your your process, you showed me a little bit before uh, we got started. Is there anything that you do differently that maybe other distilleries don't do, or is it pretty standard when it comes to um, the distilling process? Um, well, I'm making my whiskey uh, slowly mm-hmm. and uh, doing a slower fermentation. So I'm letting uh, some of the flavors develop there. I'm not looking to have uh, a lot of sugar left in um, in the brew. So uh, I'm getting a little bit more alcohol. Where um, the uh, yeast we use is a little more fruitier, estier, uh, and uh, so that contributes to it. And then there's also our still. We have a a thousand liter uh, Spanish copper still. It's uh, made by Hoga Company. It's a pot column still. 
So it's not an amblic still that you'd use for brandy making. And uh, we use it for making uh, our whiskeys and, uh, and our rum. Well, there, there you go. So, well, now this is something we've first time on the show. We're going to do a live tasting, which I'm excited for. Excited to actually get into the products here and taste it. So I'll, I'll let you kind of just lead off with what okay. you want us to taste first. Kind of describe the, the flavor of it and... And yeah, and let everyone know kind of what your uh, product tastes like. Okay, so this first one here is uh, our Stark Spirits California Single Malt Whiskey. Um, it's 92 proof. And, uh, and that's right. Let's get in here. Get sample here. And uh, starts off by having uh, a slight alcoholic nose because uh, it is 92 proof. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you get into some of those nice warm malty aromas. And, uh, yeah, that's that's very good. It, it's um, it's funny. The last episode I did, I don't know if you've tried it before, but I did uh, featured Wyoming whiskey. And that's kind of what I talked about is it has that, that beginning kind of alcohol smell, but then it finishes really smooth. And this has a similar, I know it's a different profile, but it has that similar beginning to it. Right. So um, uh, this whiskey um, has some really nice uh, uh, malty notes, uh, some of which are uh, come from uh, uh, or like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes out in the end. So is this your, would you call this kind of your pride and, I mean, obviously you're proud of all, everything you create here. Um, yeah. But uh, is this kind of like the go-to if someone's like, I want to get one bottle from Stark, is this the one, the single malt, or? Uh, well, I, you know, I have a peated whiskey, which we'll be tasting next. So it's like, which of your two kids do you like? <laughs> uh, and uh, I have to say, I like them both. I really do. It depends. For me, uh, it's the day um, when I feel like having one or the other. Um, sure. And uh, if I'm going to make a, a cocktail with them, um, it's like, what kind of cocktail am I going to make? Um, um, and I'll choose yeah. the whiskey that way. Well, that's a great, and I'll, I'll ask that. Would you? What kind of cocktail would you make with this single malt? Uh, with this, um, kind of a, an old-fashioned. Okay. Um, pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, with the uh, with the peated whiskey, I'll do what's called a Düsseldorf. Uh, now, what is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it sounds interesting. Uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, came up with that, or his bartender uh, at the Glen Arden Club came up with that. So, uh, yeah, it's... Hey, okay, it is what it is. So, it is. well, good. All right, well, let's, uh, I guess let's try the peated one next. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Right. Looks a little darker, yes? Yes. Oh, these are, by the way, all three-year old whiskey. Three years, perfect. We don't put an age statement on mm. um, because, uh, um, you know, it's 
being a single malt, it's all from the same distillery, and sometimes we use uh, a younger uh, barrel to uh, to blend. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, pretty much everything here is uh, three plus years old, and we're doing single bottle bottlings, uh, barrel bottlings at this time. So. Um, the California single malt that you tasted there, that's from barrel uh, 52, 13, and uh, uh, the uh, uh, peated whiskey is actually, uh, uh, we call it batch four, um, that's because it's a little blended mm -hmm. from a couple barrels, so. Very cool. Well, yeah, that's a delicious peated whiskey also. Very, very good. The Would you compare this to any big name whiskey or no um probably a high park okay uh comes uh, uh close to it uh for me i the peated whiskey i like the uh the nice malty finish it has mm -hmm. uh, but it has that nice soft smoke peat smoke yeah absolutely the nose and uh up front and then the, the finish of malt yeah, I would say that's the first thing I notice, and probably that's how you want it to be, is that smokiness, and it, it adds to it. So, well, yeah, those are both delicious. Uh, I'll definitely be picking up some of those. So, um, but yeah. Well, they also won uh, gold medals, if I can. Please, and, yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, both have won gold. The single malt, however, has won double gold and best of category, uh, which is that's absolutely that's great where did you, where did they win gold at what specifically um, we participate with the uh, in, in the uh, american distilling institutes competitions so, very cool uh, known as the adi mm -hmm. yeah. well that's great it certainly deserves it um delicious uh, awesome here down at stark spirits uh you know before we wrap up tell everyone i know people can come down here and visit you guys uh you do tours um and you kind of t walk people through your distilling process you yeah. allow them to taste it so fridays and saturdays uh from two to seven uh we ask that you schedule online uh so we can yeah keep the group size uh appropriate or comfortable mm -hmm. and uh yeah yeah, no, it's an awesome operation in a, in a warehouse down here in Pasadena, so it's very just a local family feel. Uh, you run the operation fully, just you and your wife, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. So, um, and people probably want to know where to find us, so we're at a number of uh, fine uh, uh, liquor stores. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll mention uh, Mission Wine, you know, there are five stores, Wine House in Santa Monica, uh, oh, and the uh, total wine uh, and more. Yeah. And all the stores in California. Yeah, impressive. So, well, Greg, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me here, uh, allowing me to taste your delicious whiskey, kind of showing me around and, and making me feel like part of the family. So, thank you. And you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure everyone to check out Stark Spirits right here in Pasadena in the business district. Uh, you can go online. Is it just StarkSpirits.com? Nice and simple, easy to find, scheduled tour, come check out Greg and Karen. I know they'd uh, love to meet you and see you, and, and I'd love, know you'd love to taste what they have to offer. So, Greg, thanks so much. You have a great day, all right? Will do. 
All right, well, big thanks to Greg and the Stark Spirits family for having me there with them. Uh, it was a blast chatting with them, learning about their process and all that. So now if you've had time, if you've been to a total wine in California, like Greg said, or anywhere else that carries Stark Spirits, go ahead and pour yourself a glass primarily of the single malt or the, or the peated whiskey, the two that I like the best. So pour yourself a glass, have a drink with the Don, and let's get on to our sports mystery story. The sound of shuffling feet echoed throughout the concourse. The sun beamed down, and the birds sang gleefully, as if to welcome the crowd. A father could be heard reprimanding his young son for jumping into a shallow puddle that had been left over from the night before. Like with all young boys, the sight of a well-situated, untouched puddle was just too good to pass up. Even if she did not initially want to, Miss Addington was cordially invited to the action, as the young boy crow-hopped into the delectable puddle causing a miniature tidal wave to come crashing down on Miss Addington's neatly pressed peach-colored dress. Across the way, an elderly gentleman was sifting through his pocketbook, looking for the exact change he needed to purchase a bag of peanuts. "'That'll be four seventy-five, Mr. Wilson,' cheerfully exclaimed the young vendor. You could hear the change jingling as Mr. Wilson rummaged through old coupon clippings and photos of his grandkids. Alas, the quarter he had been looking for. "'There you are, young man,' said Mr. Wilson, as he collected his peanuts and turned to continue on his way. Jimmy clutched his ticket like a toddler smothers his teddy bear during a midnight thunderstorm. He had been waiting for this moment for quite some time, and he was elated just to be here. Just one year ago, Jimmy's parents didn't know if he would make it. Many days and many sleeps were spent at the hospital. Constant analysis from doctors and blood work. The draining process of chemotherapy and the radiation. Jimmy battled valiantly throughout the process, and he told himself when he beat the leukemia that had committed high treason on his body, he would go to the place that he had always dreamed of going. No excuses. So he clutched that ticket like it was his dying wish, because just a year ago, it was. This scene was all too familiar to Rose. She had been seeing it for years. The bickering families, the exuberant children, the regular old-timers, and the triumphant dreamers who were fulfilling a fantasy. Rose was getting up there in age, but was still sprightly in her wit and charm. She is beloved by all, and she greets everyone with a smile and a warm embrace. When Rose began her work, she was rather new to the profession, but that didn't stop her from being a natural. She was young, and consequently had quite the different appearance than she does today but the interactions that she had with her patrons were quite similar. Rose remembers her first day on the job like it was yesterday. The event was going to be a spectacle. It was the talk of the town, in fact. She tried not to get too caught up in it, but it was hard not to. How could you not hear the murmurs on the street, the hustle from the crowd, the excitement from fans and foes alike? She remembers one of her very first encounters. Artemis lived nearby. He was a respectable kid and a hard worker. He had been waiting for this day for quite some time as well. As a local, there had been a ton of fuss about this moment, and to be frank, Artemis was just ready for it all to be over. It was as if this was the second coming of Jesus, the way the town was preparing. Rose could relate. Artemis skipped the line of cars that waited to get in. He passed the herds of walking people by taking the road less traveled, through the shrubs and weathered tree limbs. He climbed over roots and burrowed through bushes. 
When he finally broke through and reached the entrance, he saw her. What his eyes beheld was truly magnificent. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, there she stood. Like a sculpture cut out of a transcendent Monet, there she lay. What he saw standing before him was Rose. She was absolutely breathtaking and left Artemis speechless. As he walked towards her, he felt a sense of nervousness overtake him. It was a feeling that can only be described as butterflies. The feeling that you get in love at first sight. Rose remembers exactly what Artemis was wearing that day. He came tumbling out of the nearby brush and sprawled out into the foyer. His brown pleated pants ripped at the knees and his plaid shirt covered in crinkled brown leaves and twigs. She noticed him stand with an expression of awe on his face. His lips curled and his eyes wrinkled as his grimace turned to an ecstatic grin. He had somehow beat the crowd and was the lone person standing at the entryway. He was greeted by another employee, a man by the name of Bernard. Hey there, son, Bernard welcomed. Do you have your ticket? Artemis reached into his pleated pants where he had kept his ticket safely stowed away. He extended it to Bernard and completed the transaction. Enjoy yourself now, you hear? Saluted Bernard. Rose had been waiting for Artemis and could not wait to welcome him as the first patron at the event. She was born to be a world-class host, and now this was her moment to shine. This was just the first opportunity of many for Rose, and she left an impression as it was a moment that Artemis would never forget. In fact, every year, on the same day, he relives this moment. Never quite the same, but never all that different either. The magic and love that he felt on that crisp afternoon on January 1st, 1923, was a moment that he was able to share with thousands of other people. And now, years later, a father and a son, a mud-covered Miss Addington, an optimistic Mr. Wilson, and the warrior Jimmy would all experience this same moment, this same magic. Rose was a gift to this world, a gift to California, and a gift to Pasadena. Not only does she play host to historical events like the Olympics, the World Cup, the Rolling Stones, and the granddaddy of them all, but she brings people together to the confines of one space to share in one single moment. If you want to know what a kiss from a rose feels like, then you must encounter the embrace of the Rose Bowl. Well, thanks for having a drink with the Don, and we'll talk to you next week. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast with your host, Ryan Zyrud. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.